Hey, what's happening, guys? Grace and peace to you. I hope all is well. Uh, happy Tuesday. It's uh, May 2nd. We're already in May, which is crazy. Time is flying. Amen, which which we understand time is flying. That's why we, we say uh, every day we get a new 24, right? And, and we're to make the most of today because today could be could be it. This could be our last day here on earth. And uh, we could be up in heaven uh, with the Lord today. Amen. So we always need to be ready and appreciative of uh, each and every day and uh, be ready for God's return. Um, yeah, man, because this life is but a breath, right? We're but a mist, but a vapor, and then we're gone. So I just bless you this morning with a grateful heart, uh, with eyes of the Lord to see the goodness in your life, ears to hear, a mind of Christ, a thankful mind, a grateful mind uh, for, for all that Christ does for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So yeah, last uh, last message was called Living a Resurrected Life in, in Christ. And I believe the Lord wants me to, I think we're in season 10 of, uh, of these podcasts. And uh, I think we're going we're gonna to shift to season 11. And um, we're going to call it Living a Resurrected Life. I think we'll do a season on on what that looks like, um, starting with that today. Um, so today, I would just say, uh, I don't know, what should we call this today? Um, the Secrets of the Secret Place. All right, Secrets of the Secret Place. So... You know, this living a res- resurrected life in Christ isn't, well, let me start here. So this last weekend, we, we, were, we were taught out of John 11 in the story of Lazarus uh, being raised from the dead by Jesus and in a, in a response to, I believe as Mary or Martha said, you know, because Lazarus had died and she was like, I, I know he's going to be resurrected, Lord, because you say so in your word and and we believe that. And then Jesus's response was like, no, I am, I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection and the life. And anyone who believes in me, um, uh, shall be with me forever. I, I forget the rest of the verse, forgive me. But, uh, the reality that Jesus is the resurrection and as we believe and receive in him, the resurrection now lives in us. So living a resurrected life isn't so much about what we do. It's about honoring God for what he's already done for us. And our only proper response for what God has already done for us and continues to do for us is praise and worship. Amen. So living a resurrected life to me starts out with this intimacy and coming into this year, the word the Lord gave me was down on our knees in 2023. And, and to me, that's just this, this reality of this secret place, this time that we carve out and dedicate it to the Lord where we're not praying and asking for anything. We just simply want to be in the presence of God and lay at his feet and not say a word, but just lay at his feet like Mary and just weep because we're honored to be in the presence of the Lord. And this has changed my life, folks. And This is the most important thing for me in my life and my relationship with the Lord. This is the fuel uh, for my life. This keeps me centered. This keeps me, you know, just plugged into him. I I just, I can't get enough of him. And the secret place, it's not only carving out time 
you know, which could be, you know, five minutes. Hopefully it's longer than that. Could be 10. I, I encourage you to find a room in your house, a closet, somewhere you can shut the door and not be bothered. Close your eyes and focus on him and get into his presence, man. You know, you have to clear your mind. It's it's a meditation and it's a meditation on Jesus, on the, on the, on the creator of everything, the God of the universe. That's okay to meditate on him. We should meditate on him all the time and his word, which means to chew on it and, and constantly be have it just part of our essence all the time, right? But it can also be in your vehicle. Like I'm in my vehicle now. I'm early for a meeting and I'm just freestyling a message for you guys. I think God, it's, it's about every two weeks now, I think. Uh, used to be every week. I, anyway, whatever. New seasons, man. Um, so... I'm going to read you some scriptures that talk about this, uh, this secret place. The one that comes up is, is 91 Psalm 91. It says, uh, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him. I will trust. It goes on to say in Psalm 91, he shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings. You shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrows that fly by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. So if you picture that, dwelling under you know, the wings of the Lord, under his protection, you know, I've shared that word with you again when we're walking with the Lord. If you make a fist with one hand and you cover it with, with your palm of your hand, on the other, you have this covering, right, over your fist. You have this covering over your life. The fist is you, and the covering is the Lord. And as long as you stay under the covering, you're with the Lord and with his angels. And he's with you through trials and tribulations and everything you go through. But as you step away from that covering, and you don't spend time with the Lord, and you step away from him, then calamity ensues. Consequences ensue, you know, everything that... that that sin is brought into this world. You know what I mean? You just, God doesn't, you know, hammer down when you, when you make bad choices, his hand of covering comes off of you and it's by your own choice, not God's, your own. So again, there's this protection, right? And it just talks about his truth, which is his word, which is the Bible, right? Is our shield and our buckler. And again, it says, we won't be afraid of what's going on around us, nor the arrows that come at us, nor those who mock us, nor, whatever's going on in the world, nor the evil that's going on, nor none of it, because we are under the shadow of the Most High and we know where we're going. In 91, 9 through 11, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, it says, no evil shall befall you, nor any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels to charge over you, to keep you in all your ways." So again, we have these angels. We're not alone in this in this life. We're not alone in this battle, in this spiritual battle that we're in against principalities of this world. We have angels around us, right? Psalm 27 says, He will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me up on a high rock. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 32, You're a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. Psalm 31, 20, you hide them in the secret place of your presence from the conspiracies of mankind. 
You keep them secretly in a shelter from the strife of tongues. Again, just this great, you know, protection and comfort that we have with the Lord. Doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen. Doesn't mean these things aren't going to come our way, but we're never alone as they happen. Psalm 139, my frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Again, this just talks of the Lord and when he created us in our mother's womb, when he knit us together, right? There's this beauty of the secret place, the beauty of the womb, right? God created us intricately. He created our frame. And it goes on to say that in Psalm 139, for you form my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. So there's just this beauty, man, of this secret place. And again, it is a meditation and you know, for me, I, I'll recite Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. You are my shepherd, Lord. I lack nothing. And as I do that, my mind starts to clear because, you know, when we go to pray, our mind just gets so filled with so many things. Um, so as you meditate, you know, for me anyway, I, I'll start to see my eyes are closed and I'll start to see just flashes of purple and I'm focusing on those things and, and everything goes purple for me. And I know I'm in the presence of the Lord, you know, and that's, that's just me. Um, whatever. I've heard other people say they see purple as well, but you know, it just, it takes dedication and, and not dedication like, oh, I got to do this, but I, oh, I want to do this. I can't wait to get in the presence of the Lord. You know, we're to go to him in prayer, Right. Psalm 17, it says, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me in the shadow of your wings. God has, God loves when we spend time with him. He loves to talk to us. He loves to be around us, right? Psalm 81, you called in the time of trouble and I rescued you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. You know, God will answer us when we call. Isaiah 32, each will be like a hiding place from the wind, a shelter from the storm like streams of water in a dry place, like the shade of a great rock in a, in a weary land. You see these beautiful pictures, man, right? No matter what's going on, no matter how bad life's getting, no matter how ugly the world seems, when we spend time with the Lord, it's like streams of water, right, in a dry place. And he is living water, right? That's who he is, like the shade of a great rock, in a weary land. I could just go on and on and on about the secret place, but, and, and again, these are all benefits of it, right? And, and when I started, it's like, we're not doing this to gain anything. It's just look at his goodness. We go to spend time with him and he just pours out all these benefits of having a relationship with the God of the universe as your father, as your brother, as your friend, Right? But in our heart, again, God judges our heart. So our motives never need to be, let's go to the secret place so I can gain the benefits. It's let us go to the secret place so I could lay at the feet of Jesus and I don't need anything else. I don't need any benefits. I don't need anything but Jesus. So what does it look like to live a resurrected life? It looks like our only proper response for what Jesus has already done for us on the cross through his blood, right? Through his life, his death, his resurrection, his ascension to the Father, his sending the Holy Spirit, 
the only proper response is praise and worship. And our starting place is the secret place. Amen. God bless you guys.